get your smoke on, I'll get your chill on, let's get these conversations on, crawling on moms, and anybody who's living life, the Pop Moms Podcast is here. Ready, Freddy? Oh, I'm ready, Freddy. Here we are with our last rendition of the ABCs. I know. I'm like low-key sad. I've been loving this journey, mostly because I've been learning so much too, which is maybe embarrassing, maybe important. No, I mean, I think it really (laughs) highlights that in our lives, we can, it doesn't matter how ingrained in a topic you could be, there's always more to learn. There's always more to learn. And on that uplifting note, we're going to go ahead and do you... Nailed it. Which is uplifting. Um, as you'll notice, we're at the end of the alphabet, and there's a lot of interesting letters at the end of the alphabet. And there's a lot of interesting letters with not. I feel like they really put their efforts, the, again, the proverbial they, into creating words uh, with non-last five letters of the, <laughs> the alphabet. alphabet. I know. I was thinking that we were going to have to stretch a little further than we maybe did. I think you is perhaps our like furthest reach with this concept of uplifting, which, define it for us. It is the euphoric, easygoing feeling you get when you get a strain of cannabis that fits your needs. Read also helping strangers, smelling babies' heads, being in nature. Okay, maybe these are just a few for me. Nat, what are some of the things that make you feel uplifted? Oh my gosh, I am so uplifted by a glorious song. Yeah. Or, you know, literally any animal anywhere, strangers, dogs, or otherwise. My own dog, obviously, too. I mean, I would go so far as to say even rodents make me feel uplifted. Just the sight of, you know, nature, as you mentioned. The resilience of rats, the resi- right? That's, that's yeah. something that's uplifting. I'll never forget one time I was in Seattle and like, <clears throat> I've lived in other cities. I've seen, you know, obviously the things that come with living in larger cities. But when I saw like a rat tugging a shoe by a shoelace across the street in slew, I oh literally was like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> that's so funny. You know, my sister has rats in Ballard too, but I did not, I've never really experienced them anywhere I've lived in Seattle. Even when we were downtown, I feel like I didn't see rats the way that I thought we might. I don't know. I see rats all the time now. Oh my god! And I don't know if it's because of like where my house is located to where the light rail is going in in Seattle. Uh, but uh, yeah, lots of rats. That. Super uplifting chat about rats, guys. Yeah. Here we are. <laughs> you know you're here with us because of our tangents. <laughs> exactly right. But let's tell you about some uplifting strains, perhaps. Now, caveat... As always, I feel like all weed impacts other people differently, and I personally have probably never been cognizant enough about how each strain that I consume has impacted me, and sometimes I don't even know what strain I've been consuming, so there's that. But I really associate sweet, fruity cannabis with an uplifting vibe, which may or may not be factually accurate, but like I think about like the tangerine and tangerine adjacents, and... Those always make me feel uplifted, perhaps even just by their scent. Yeah, and that's a really good point that you're bringing up. So not only do does weed affect people differently, uh, the way you want to feel uplifted is different from person to person. Obviously, yeah. we went through a couple of the things that makes me feel uplifted. Same with Natalie. And you have to first define what makes you feel uplifted and then just chase that. Oh my gosh, yeah, the chasing of the dragon. I like immediately also think about deep conversation with a good friend like that makes me feel so uplifted and recharged and ultimately I like to have those deep conversations over some weed yeah (laughs) it just you know free flowing really yeah 
Okay, well. So get out there, define what uplifting means for yourself, and, you know, maybe start thinking about how some of those strains can can make you feel. Just to kind of, I guess, give a jumping off point. For me, one of my favorite strains for um, uplifting or for feeling uplifted is Narnia by mm. Soulshine. I also really, really enjoy uh, Lion, what is it, Lion's Mane? No, I'm going to get it wrong It's a mushroom. But I, that made, also oh, that is good. That, that is can good. make you feel uplifted. It Functional totally mushrooms, can. certainly. Uh, so I'll get back to you on what that lion strain is. Golden lion. Sorry, I Golden knew it would come lion. to me. Oh, that sounds uplifting. Right, I know. I think even Soul Shine as a brand sounds uplifting. Yeah, guys, there is so much you can be uplifted by. Let me tell you, just what. words, just words, just seeing words. I mean, honestly, <laughs> a really well thought out color palette is very pleasing <sighs> to me. Wow. Really good fonts. Mm, I know. I mean, a colorful yeah. water bottle. Even I'm just oh, noticing don't even you're... get me started on water bottles. Oh How do God. they bring us such joy? <laughs> You know, speaking of tangents, I have two different water vessels over here, one of which is one of these new Stanley tumblers that I snarfed from my mom's house this weekend. And I was so excited about it. And I was like, oh, mom, you probably don't use this. I'm keeping it. She was like, absolutely not. You're not keeping it. It's a $70 cup. I was like, what is it? Like, who knew? Was yours also that? This one? Oh, yeah. no. One of my friends gave this to me. And I actually only exclusively stop, shop Stanley product on Amazon when it's at, like, reduced pricing. Okay, good Because to the know. thought of spending $70 on a water bottle is not... Yeah. I don't know. That feels insane. If you have a link to an amazing insulated cup that Natalie needs in her life, please email us, popmomspodcast at gmail.com. Yes, I love that. Anyways, All right. You'll be uplifted by hydration, too, guys. Check that out. It's true. I really hate to say <laughs> it. The more water I drink, the happier I get. Preach. All right, moving straight along to V. V vape. is for vape or vaping. Yes, I mean, and this is honestly one of our more familiar terms for most, but it is cannabis flower and or oil and or concentrate that can be consumed through vaporization. Yeah, and vaping is often thought of as a healthier alternative to smoking, which I can attest, I feel it more when I smoke with combustion-based methods, aka joints, smoking, blunts, whatever, bowls, even pipes, etc. Anything with fire. Uh, and that is because it's heated at a higher temperature. So when you're vaping cannabis, you're usually in the range of 356 to 392 degrees. When you are smoking with combustion methods, you're up to about 450 degrees. So those lower temps preserve the cannabinoids. They preserve the terpenes. As we know, terpenes are where you find these medicinal properties, health benefits to cannabis. And with combustion methods, you're creating pretty harmful byproducts. Carbon monoxide, tar, ash, all of these things that while certainly have not been studied enough when it comes to cannabis, we know from tobacco, cigarette smoking, whatever, like these things can be precursors to lung cancer. So theoretically, vaping is a more healthy method of consumption. And I personally almost exclusively vape nowadays. So I use an AeroPro pen, which come with cartridges, also AeroPro brand cartridges. Uh, It is concentrate. You can also vape actual plant product, of course, and... That would be like your volcanoes. Um, that is, is that even healthier than concentrate vaping? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, so. The dry herb vaping is, again, reported. 
to be the healthiest way to consume. I will say though, interesting. So I don't vape a lot. I am more either smoking bongs or joints. And whenever, so like when we, if we travel somewhere where it's slightly frowned upon for vaping, uh, frowned upon by the police, (laughs) I won't stop doing it, but, um, I'll do it in a more discreet way. But what I've noticed is that I actually get a sore throat from it. And I don't know if it's cause it just isn't my normal, smoking routine or what it is but whenever I vape for too long I'm like ugh, I can't wait to get back to it because it I get like a like a dry sore throat from it that is interesting and I wonder if that is our conditioning because I feel a little bit of the opposite actually like when well and to be fair I think that when I vape other people's pens and like other cartridges I feel it comparatively to these Aero Pros. Like I have, I might I just, have to get one of those then. I know. I I am just attached to this specific brand, mostly also just because of the convenience that it. Like I've never had any issues with them, other than my own stupid human error of throwing my pen in the wash. The pens never break. I've never had knock on wood. I haven't had a bad cartridge in months, you know, or years even, right? So Arrow Pro, feel free to sponsor us for any of this pre press. I was it's really pre-press. awesome. <laughs> yeah snaps in your direction i know aero pro if you're listening help me send me your goods (laughs) but anyways vaping generally accepted as the most most healthy method of consumption or of smoking consumption perhaps because could edibles could people make an argument that edibles are maybe less impacting your health probably from a lung perspective but uh, vaping is quicker than edibles too, which oh, I yeah. think like, if you think about it holistically, you've got your health, but then you also have the experience of it. Right. And like, we've totally. talked in the past how edibles do take some time and it can lead to overdosing. Maybe you feel a little bit spacey for a little bit. So vaping is an option that's quicker than edibles. And then, you know, by proxy, maybe a little bit easier for people who are looking to just try the plant. Um, it's also portable. You can bring it with you anywhere. Yeah. Um, and honestly, my favorite is that you can sneak it into places. Exactly right. I know. Like if you're, but like I immediately think of a movie theater where you just like hit the pen and then blow it out at the ground or like a restaurant. Or into your sleeve. Yeah. Like blow it under the table. I mean, oh, I'm, I'm cringing that my mom is going to listen to this. You know, it's happened. Okay. I am who I am. And owning that is the best thing you can do for yourself. Liberation. Liberate me, honesty. Let's go. (laughs) Okay, we are heading straight into W. So W is Wook. Oh my gosh. I saw this term as an option and I latched onto it mostly because the origins of it, I did not know for so many, I mean, months, if not years of using this term back in college. And... As you may know, if we have any Star Wars fans out here, uh, a Wook is the alien species of Chewbacca. Short for Wookiee, exactly. It's a reference to Chewbacca's alien species in Star Wars. It's also a culture term for cannabis if you have very high THC tolerance or if like you're a super cannabis culture person. So like if you have leggings with weed on them or like you always have a grateful I think of like in high school stereotypically look for for my I guess my high school experience would have been corduroys. 
Yeah. Which then you just turned into shorts in oh the summer. Gosh, yeah. And then a tie-dye, Grateful Dead, Widespread Panic, Dave Matthews. Uh, I mean, any yeah. fish, any any band like that. Um, it's also <clears throat> specifically, you know, if we're thinking about Wookiee characteristics, being tall, male, especially hairy or unkempt. Especially um, hairy. <laughs> like, yeah. More Picture so than- Chewbacca, but a person. And no, but I mean, I... I never even thought of it in relation to weed as much as, like, the festival lot, right? Like, the people who are really in the culture of live music, partying, bathing less often than they might be able to. Which, I read that as part of the description, and I was like, oh my god, that's not true. And as I'm like, yeah, I really need a shower today. So, like, it's true. I'm kind of, like, a female wook, but, like, a little bit less... I mean, I'm less unkempt. No, I'm still unkempt. I'm just approachable. You're an approachable wook? Oh my god, hilarious. Well, and I think about my wook days, like, when I used to see a shit ton of widespread panic and lots of live music in general. Did you ever have dreads? Well, I I was... Just wait, where I'm going with this story is I used to wear a backwards hat all the time, and after shows, I would get this, like, matted unidreadlock underneath where my hat was that we would call affectionately the beaver tail. Foul. Foul, guys. I am a princess. That's amazing. <laughs> the beaver tail. Yeah, it was wild. But, you know, you everybody has to go through their work chapter to decide whether or not they want to come out on, on the other end. Okay, but so here's my thing. So I had dreadlocks. Like, I 100% yes, did. Yes, um, And then I kept my one. I kept it in a drawer. My last one. Were you I with Mike when you had dreadlocks? Mm-hmm. Oh, no. this was pre-Mike, okay. Oh, yeah. Your work era was previous. But, like, you know, when you would... You'd have a tie-dye shirt on, and then you'd go to Goodwill, and you would just get any pattern maxi skirt, right? And it was like, it was... That was the vibe. Well, and it also had a matching top to some old lady who donated it, like, probably upon her death of, like, 80-plus years. Like, I mean, like, this was just, like, the ensemble was hilarious. And then a pair of Boston Birkenstocks. Um, Amazing. But what I love the most is, like, my mom still buys me gifts as if this is my aesthetic. So, like, she'll buy me, like, a macrame purse. And that's fine and awesome, but, like, oh not gosh. what I'm wearing right now. Or, yeah. like, she'll try to get me some, like, hand, you know, and I'm like, no. Like, Incredible. it's just not me. Or, like, a really crazy pattern maxi skirt, which is, like, very much not at all not your my vibe style. Anymore. Okay, um, that is interesting. This reminds me of something I read the other day that I am not saying this is your situation with your mother, but it was very profound in that it said people choose to remember you and define you by the version of you they held the most power over. Oh, I'm sure that that's what it is. Which was very interesting. And I think that like perhaps makes a lot of people have some red or, you know, light bulb moments with how their parents categorize them, how their parents treat them. Even as you move into this new phase of life where you're an adult and you're fully functional and whatever, your parents maybe often remember you as the... The person they wouldn't let go to Bonnaroo even though they bought tickets on their own all by themselves and had everything worked out for uh, from a ride, from a travel perspective. Yeah, no big deal. Totally <laughs> may or may not be that, you know? Wow, may or may not be holding that in a little bit. It is really funny, though, because there's certain things where, like, and I feel like, and maybe it's an ADHD thing, where, like, people learn one thing about you and then that's all. You know what I mean? That's like what they I happened to mention in passing one time that I like frogs. I received gifts of frog-related things for the next 10 years. Yeah, you can't. Talk about not wanting to talk about things you're interested in. I was like, you cannot tell people you're into an animal because then you become that, you're the frog girl now. You're the frog girl with the macrame purse and that's just you. It is. (laughs) 
I can't. I love that you had dreadlocks. We need a photo. Hopefully, we can post one with this episode. Ribbit. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, wow. Well, Wook went on a journey with us. Oh, we also have to give an honorable mention to weed. Obviously, the word weed, and we really we we did some some recon into the word weed and yeah. how it became popular, and it was first. About in the 30s, which, you know, is a really long time ago, but it kind of was done, yeah, not take it away. Well, I was just going to say, weed was actually referenced as early as the 13 or 1400s to describe unfavorable plants. And I was like, hey, let's rebrand. I love that maybe marijuana can be the rebrand for that term because hello, favorable plant. But yeah, it's a, you know, it's been around and now I think... People have all sorts of terms for it, but it's stuck in there more than any other term, basically. But I think, like, with the whole idea of calling it weed and having it be an unfavorable plant is because horses and cows would eat it and then get a little crazy. Ah, the livestock (laughs) showed them the way. (laughs) All right, X is for xanthophil. Xanthophil. So this describes what happens when your cannabis plants lack chlorophyll and develop a nutrient deficiency. The clearest indicator of this is when the leaves turn yellow. Yeah. And the origin of the word, which I just find interesting because I love a Latin root moment, uh, is the Greek xanthos meaning yellow and phylon meaning leaf. So they were first discovered in the leaves of plants, obviously. These are carotenoids, which are the pigments that give plants their color, right? They're yellow, orange, and red colors specifically. Like carrots. Yeah, like carrots. They're also, they are involved in an important number of functions in plants and animals as well. Anyways. I love that. They protect plants from damage caused by excessive sunlight, as we know. Also important. Yeah. You know, many, many purposes. Well, and I think, too, it's interesting for me to learn more about this word because that's something that with our us growing in our backyard that that happened like oh, you yeah. have to kind of look at the leaves you have to see when you start seeing things yellowing and you can say is it a lack of water is it maybe a nutrient off balance and then you supplement with in this case if your leaves get too yellow you want to go ahead and balance it with more chlorophyll so you want to add chlorophyll back in so it's interesting to me to understand better those things when you're growing it because as we lead into our next word for for no for why your yield yield oh my god we're so close to ending and i'm sad just kidding let's do why (laughs) so why is for actually it's not yield it's for why are you not smoking right now just kidding yeah (laughs) Why is actually for yield. That's where we wanted to go with it. And what yield means is it's the amount that you get from a crop of cannabis plants. Yeah, so how much your plant yields is how much weed you get. And so interestingly, like it, it, I would say the number one indicator of yield or the number one impactor is environmental. Yeah. Because like, so for example, I think we've done this for the last four years and we've had various amounts. It depends, you know, if we have a wet September, October, oh, yeah. that can create mildew situations. And then the harvest, I mean, that can impact. Because if you have any mold, you have to immediately get rid of it before it spreads. Yeah. Do you have, have you had seasons where you just get nothing? And it's No, luckily not. No, luckily, we haven't gotten nothing ever. But there's definitely, like, we've had to harvest early. We've had to harvest 
on very short notice. Um, I don't know if you remember a couple years ago when we had the fires. Oh my god, that yeah. was really bad because then you're getting all of that. Like that's what the cannabis plant is exposed to. Yeah. Um, also, I mean, environmentally, so smoke can be bad for your plants. Yeah. Too. <laughs> exactly. Bad for your lungs and your plants' lungs. But. One thing that was interesting with that is, you know, obviously with the ash falling in it too, because when, when it, when there are fires here, the ash kind of settles all over everything. So, I mean, we've had to construct last minute structures to cover the plants. We have like rigged up fans so that we can keep it dry and we can keep the plants moving so that the air moves through them. I mean, there's a lot that goes into a yield. Also the spacing that you have, like we have three plants that I think maybe next year we'll do, you know, we'll do two and two in different ways because it'll allow it. You get more yield if you give it more space to get that big. Yeah. So right now, like we're in the part where we're trimming, um, the big, bigger fan leaves off, which, oh my gosh, I got one that's like as big as your computer screen. Incredible. I mean, it's just, it's really wild, but Whoa. kind of on that whole time, topic of yield, the process of harvesting a yield of cannabis. Um, so initially, you know, you go ahead and you trim it. So like you cut the plant down and then you have to hang it. You have to hang it upside down and dry it. And then once it's dried, <clears throat> you can take the buds off and you actually put it in like an herb dryer. Mm. And then what we do is then um, we put it into glass containers once it's dry um, and we trim them and then you have to actually burp them or let the excess air out. And then, and then that's when we do like a final trim and get any of like the little leaves off that, that you don't want in as many stems as possible too. And then you are left with a bunch of jars of weed for us to roll into joints on our next live. Exactly. We got to do that. Yeah. That'll be perfect. Cause it'll kill wait. lots of birds with only just one stone. Exactly. Right. Uh, so Godspeed on your yield this year. Very yeah, excited we'll for you. We'll have some updates and you'll have, you'll be flush with weed oh, should you desire it. Don't threaten me with a good time. Now, our finale letter. Oh, my God. Oh, Z is for three different terms we came up with. And let's we just, start. Maybe, I was like, maybe because we just don't want to finish this. We don't want this to be over. Don't worry. We'll have other, like, educational series in the mix. But Z today is for zooted. Or zoot. And yeah. it's kind of just like being really high. You'd be like, oh, my God, I'm so zooted. <laughs> So zooted. Yeah, modern term for being stoned, being high. Have you made up words while you've been stoned that you use then, like, mm. in normal times? I'm sure, but can I remember them? Who could say, you know? That's true. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> Probably. I'm sure there's many a moments. I sometimes think about that. Like, all of the experiences and laughs, inside jokes that you just, like, move through in your life and you, you know, there is reason to journal perhaps so that you could remember all that shit write down your own glossary <laughs> my own glossary of stoned terms but yeah z is for zooted and that's you know pretty commonly used i feel like a lot of people say that yeah i never really did though i don't know i was always just a i'm high kind of gal yeah i think i i'm not cool enough to be to, to, to be say zooted. zooted that's vibey speaking of cool another z term we learned about today oh my god where did you learn your transitions wow we learned about this gen z term zaza now if we have any gen z listeners out there you let us know if you use this term i had never heard it because i'm a boomer smoking reefer apparently but <laughs> a boomer at heart yeah totally. but not politically or socially <laughs> um so it's a term that describes exotic strains of weed which i think 
think, I mean, Zaza sounds Fancy. exotic. Yeah. You're like, ooh, let me check out that Zaza, Zaza. you've got over I want there. That Zaza. Give me something Zaza. Yeah. I have to ask the next young, hip weed smokers we talk to if they have any Zaza on them. I'm going to try it the next time I go in and I'll, I'll report back. They're going to be like, what's that, you creep? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> but they know me, so they'll, they'll know it's fine. coming from a creepy place. There you go. The last Z word that we're going to leave you with is with an esteemed user-submitted request, which we have been talking about and asking for somewhat regularly. Regularly, yes. I know. So shout out to Marcus for submitting Zoinks. Zoinks. (laughs) We got it in there. Zoinks is a word that Shaggy from Scooby-Doo uses constantly when he's surprised. Our favorite childhood stoner. Yeah. Well, he's 17, I guess, technically. I Googled it. But we were we were younger when it was going on. I mean, yeah. and that didn't inhibit his ability to be useful to the gang when they needed help solving mysteries. Oh my gosh, crime busting stoner! I love every this. crew needs a stoner. Exactly right. We just think of things differently. You it's know? true. Big picture people, and, and we eat the snacks. Exactly. I was going to say one of his also <laughs> largest characteristics is eating Scooby snacks in the back of a van, which is oh so relatable. I just love that he used to come out of the van with. Like clouds of smoke, yeah. and it's just you know totally fine in this cartoon. No, no one said boo. No one said boo except the ghosts. Yes. In the oh, show. Oh, oh, that was so wow. good. I feel like we just have to end it on that. <laughs> I, I have we... no more commentary that can <laughs> no more supersede <laughs> the organicness of that comment. <laughs> <laughs> Incredible. Well, if you guys have any terminology that you're curious about, any concepts that these episodes brought up. Let us know. You know, we, as we mentioned, are also learning alongside you. There is so much to learn about this substance, this plant, this medicine. And I personally want to learn more. So we're going to keep up this educational angle here on some future upcoming episode series. I love that. No, and and that's also a really, I mean, you were just killing those transitions today. Um, You know, when we were going through what these terms were, in a lot of cases, it was hard to pick just one. And so what we kind of jotted down and created ideas for future series about is like, let's do one specifically on CBD. Let's do one specifically on THC. Let's talk about our cannabinoid system. Let's talk about terpenes. Let's talk about the differences. Let's talk about how they relate to other things in nature. Um, And and so much more. The cannabinoid system, in particular is so fascinating because I think in discussing the way in which your cannabinoid system regulates basically everything in your body, how cannabinoids are present in these various plants that we consume, including cannabis, obviously, and the discussion of that intermixing, if you will, for lack of a better word, whatever, um, is so important in this destigmatizing effort, which is like our under you know, overarching goal always, right? Our underlying theme, whatever. So let us know if any of those things tickle you. If you have questions, we want to do a deep dive into all of this stuff and take you alongside us. So email us, popmomspodcast at gmail.com or DM us at popmomspodcast. And we'll talk soon. We'll talk soon. We miss you already. Have a great day. Bye.
Thanks for listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. Cannabis Health Radio is a podcast about stories from people around the world who have used cannabis to deal with serious ailments, many of them life-threatening. My name is Ian Jessup. My co-host, Corey Elland, is no stranger to the devastating emotional impact faced by so many people receiving a death sentence diagnosis from a doctor. Told she only had months to live with anal canal cancer, Corey researched and immediately began using cannabis oil to eliminate her cancer and has been cancer-free for more than a decade. She told herself that if it worked, she would spend the rest of her life helping others, which she does tirelessly every day. When you listen to our podcast, you'll hear many stories like Corey's, along with others who have used cannabis oil for many more ailments besides cancer, such as chronic pain, PTSD, MS, and many, many more. As one of our guests said, your podcast gave me the confidence to save my own life. We regularly get messages from listeners who have heard our podcast and use cannabis to solve a serious health issue of their own or that of a loved one. We hope you listen to these stories and be as inspired and moved as we are with each and every episode.